Hey Anna, it's Harrison. There's someone I haven't spoken to in a very long time. You know those photos that come up on your phone that are like, this was taken a year ago today. They're usually photos of friends, maybe past trips, adventure things, things that make you, you know, happy. Well, a photo from 2018 came up. It was a photo, or actually it's like a screenshot of my old music teacher, Mr. Federico, during one of his performances. He's playing his guitar. His fingers are kind of blurred in the picture because of how fast they're moving on the instrument. But his face is composed. He's got this veteran jazz musician grin, almost signaling to the audience that yes, I'm this good at guitar. To be truthful, like, good is an understatement. Mr. Federico was notorious for playing all around Philly with his groups. He even spent like a stint in Las Vegas as Sarah Vaughn's guitarist. Now he spends his days teaching and inspiring the next generation of jazz musicians. Back in high school, I was a band kid. I lugged my trombone on the bus every single day, shamelessly taking up two seats. I'd kind of treat my instrument like my child. I'd wash it, I'd take it on family trips, and I'd get teased for putting Vaseline on the tuning pipes to prevent the instrument from getting too dry. And most importantly, I was always fixated on getting better. I had a really great trombone teacher at the time, but in the back of my head, I'd always want to study with the local jazz legend, Mr. Federico. Naturally, the guitar players at my school were the first ones to study with him. After just taking a few lessons, these players could move up and down the fretboard lyrically. It's almost like Mr. Federico knew how to knead out all the musical cramps and knots that stop someone from playing with their soul. A few months later, Mr. Federico began to see bass and piano players. Just like the guitar players, after just one lesson, these guys were insane. It's one thing to hear someone play well, but to watch three different instruments played by completely different players all somehow unlock this spiritual ability to play jazz, it had me thinking that Mr. Federico gave these guys some special water or some special musician juice. I wanted this juice, and I wanted it so badly. One of the guitar players gave me his number, and I called. I left a message. I called again. Left another message. No response. I remember writing down what I wanted to tell him on a piece of paper before every call, just so that I didn't come off as too desperate or all over the place, but every single time it went to voicemail, I had to rewrite a new variation of my plea. Mr. Federico, I want to play the trombone lyrically, I said the first time. Mr. Federico, I want to be one with my instrument, I said the second time. About a few weeks and many voicemails later, he called back. He told me at an open slot right after school. I said yes, he said see you soon, and before I knew it, I was outside his building. Mr. Federico shared an office space with the local girls' choir. You'd enter through the basement and be greeted by a receptionist. Fancy, I thought, but then as soon as I said I'm here to see Mr. Federico, the receptionist would roll her eyes and say, not another one. I guess the receptionist was for the girls' choir. And she didn't really like us jazz guys contaminating the space with our far-out music and fanboy obsession to study with Mr. Federico. You'd walk down the hall and encounter a water jug. At the time, I remember thinking that must have been the special sauce, the elixir to my musical woes, the holiest Poland spring water that was even better than drinking from an actual Poland spring. Mr. Federico was sitting in the next room over. His wrinkly hands stored muscle memories that I'm sure held thousands of songs. He told me to sit and pick a tune. I said, John Coltrane's Naima. He smiled, we played, 
I thought I did pretty well. But then he told me to write each chord bar by bar. I struggled. He helped me, and I soon realized that I didn't know the song. Knowing a song from Mr. Federico meant dissecting it. Knowing the lyrics, the history, being able to play it in any key, any style, and by memory. I came out of that 30-minute lesson playing only for about like five minutes. The rest was kind of spent writing. At first, I didn't get it. How was I supposed to learn how to play better without actually playing? I came home super confused, but then I practiced what we wrote down. I thought about the music, and I sounded better, and I called him back for another lesson. Wednesdays at 3.30 became my time. I'd run from school into his studio, say hello to the grumpy receptionist, and go through songs one by one with Mr. Federico. When he'd see me sweat and turn red from thinking too hard, he'd grab us both a cup of Poland spring water and sprinkle in conversations about his days playing at jazz clubs, the meaning of life, and how much he loved gingerbread cookies. This went on for the next two years, and I got better and better, played tune after tune after tune after tune. There was Pensativa, the Claire Fisher tune that had me playing in tricky keys like the key of G-flat. There were super fast songs like Charlie Parker's Donnelly, which pushed me to keep up on the trombone with his whimsical guitar fingers. There was even this one song by Joe Henderson called Inner Urge. That was the time I was like, Mr. Federico, I can't do this. This is so fucking hard. But somehow, he gave me the confidence to work it all out. It was interesting, you know? We, we played completely different instruments. I had no idea how to play guitar. He had no idea how to play trombone. But the musical language that we both spoke was the same. Around spring of 2018, I told Mr. Federico that I was going to jazz school in New York. I remember him giving me a firm handshake during our last lesson, almost like a final parting gift where his hands transferred some sort of musical energy that he was saving for me for all these years. Around the time we met Anna, I transferred out of music school. When Mr. Federico gave me something in that last handshake, I think I left something behind with him. My passion for my instrument kind of fell off. I stopped bringing my trombone all over the place. And I certainly don't use Vaseline to keep everything oiled up. I think I was ashamed to tell Mr. Federico that I quit. After all those lessons, all those cups of Poland spring water that he invested in me, it just all kind of fell flat. But I think the one thing that he couldn't teach was the lifespan of a musical soul. I want to say I still have some of it, but sometimes the soul moves in different directions, onto different things and different interests. I think I'm realizing the spiritual farewells that come with growing up. But... That still doesn't excuse me. I haven't spoken to someone in a very long time, Anna. And that person is Mr. Federico. Hello? Hey, Mr. Federico, it's Harrison. Oh my god. Play the trombone. How have you been? I've been alright. I've been alright. How about yourself? I'm okay. I lost the studio in Princeton. What happened? The girl choir moved out. They got a new place, a big place and all this, and, and they wanted me to go with them. But they said, come and you know, just teach where. But I couldn't get the students from Princeton to go all the way up there. The best kind of memories of, of just like walking downstairs and then you have that room and... Um... Oh yeah, it was. I was there, I can't remember how many years. It's gotta be modestly 20, I'll have to look it up. Yeah. As time goes by, things change. and. Uh... Now, what year in college are you now? 
fourth year or third? Yeah, fourth. I'm I'm about to graduate in May, believe it or not. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know. It's just oh it, it went by so quickly. Okay. I often thought about it because I always liked you and I said we always got along really nice and I said, I wonder what he's doing. I asked I'm trying to remember who I am. We talked like the whole night. <laughs> He told me about his new keyboard that he got to better train piano players. I still told him how much I despise inner urge, and yes, he still enjoys gingerbread cookies. I doubt if I'll ever get up to Princeton again. If ever you're in South Jersey, call me. But uh, every once in a blue moon, I may give you a call, okay? Please do, Mr. Federico. I'd love to. Okay, we will. All right, take Take care. Take care and enjoy your evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Sometimes I guess you just gotta listen to your soul, Anna. Sincerely, Harrison. <laughs>